안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까? Yesterday I got a test, but uh, anyway, negative, but I need to see PCR test again in this morning. I think no worry. I think it should be okay. Uh, today I'd like to talk about noble families of Chonilgu from True Mother's Anthology 1. So let's study. Noble families of Chanukuk. You were reborn as blessed families through true parents. You need to feel the tremendous value of this in your daily lives. I know that you have worked hard up until today in many respects in order to contribute to providential history. I am grateful to you. However, you must not be satisfied with that. We must release all the bitter resentment that was caused by fallen humankind in order to truly liberate our heavenly parent. Fallen human beings have indemnity conditions that they have to establish. I know you have worked hard with dedication for many decades. That is not enough. This spirit of loyalty must be passed on to the next generation. Even that is not enough. How can we comfort our heavenly parent who has been in pain for 6,000 years? We know that path through true parents. True parents are the parents of humankind, so they are compelled to think about all the people of this world. I don't know to what extent you feel this reality. The Lord at the second advent and the true parents are not simply the king of one nation. They are the king of kings. They are the true owner of humankind. You have to become citizens of Chanoguk who can be obedient and submit to them. Have the blessed families who were the first to be blessed made effort to accomplish God's will from a position of unity with true parents. Yes. True mother said, you were reborn as blessed families through true parents. You need to feel the tremendous value of this, uh, of this in your daily lives. Through true parents, we have gone through the process of meeting true parents, removing our original sin, and being reborn. Whether it is the holy wine ceremony or three-day ceremony, it is a process of being reborn externally and conditionally. However, more important that this is that we have to go through the process of the being reborn internally. If anybody does not go through this process of internal rebirth, you cannot enter the course of completion. Jesus said that if you are not really born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Bible, John chapter 3, verse 3, very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they, they are born again. The proof of the being born again is that, as Jesus said, if you are born again, you will surely see the kingdom of God. Then, my brothers and sisters, if you are really born again, can you really see the kingdom of God? Can you really see God? Do you really see as people, as children of God, 
Do you really see true parents as the savior of all, all people? Does your partner really look like God? Do my children really look like children of God? If you cannot see these, it means that we are not yet born, reborn. Then why I cannot see the kingdom of God and feel God in my heart? This is a big question. This is one of the, my main prayer content. Why cannot see the kingdom of God and feel God in my heart? Because the veil of the sin is, is hidden within me. In other words, because I have a lot of sins and am full of fallen nature. So what should I do then? The first thing I need to do is realize that I am a sinner. You know, to realize that I am a descendant of the fall and return to God and be born again. I must first repent. All human beings, without exception, cannot experience the process of rebirth unless they thoroughly undergo the process of repentance. You know, to be born again, it is impossible on your own. So we need to repent and be born again through prayer and devotion with the help of the Holy Spirit. The reason we do not recognize God and shed tears even while knowing God's sorrowful circumstance and heart is because we do not have the experience being born again through the process of repentance. So my brothers and sisters, without exception, in order to reborn internally and spiritually again, without exception, everybody needs to go through the process of the repentance. One who really thoroughly go through the process of the repentance, then experience of rebirth. Then what just now Jesus said, then you really thoroughly go through the process of repentance and realize you are the sin of the sinner. You are the descendant of the four and truly and sincerely pray about it. Everybody experience of reborn. Then you can see kingdom of God. You can feel God. You can feel God's sorrowful heart. You can feel someone's painful heart. I confess to you that I am not really rich that come to level. How can I more experience that kind of the really rebirth? That means I still did not properly and seriously and thoroughly going through the process of the repentance. And then, you know, possessed by that kind of evil environment, evil about the circumstances. Without process of repentance, it is impossible to be born again. That's why Jesus came to the earth. His first word, what is that? Need to repent. Kingdom of, kingdom of God is at hand. Even John the Baptist, he's the first one. He cried out, you need to repent. This is a very powerful meaning. Repentance. Repentance. 
Perfection and growth of the spirit self. A spirit in the formation stage of life is called a form spirit. In the growth stage, a life spirit. And then in the completion stage, a divine spirit. A spirit fully matures as a divine spirit when the person's spirit self and physical self unite through perfect give and take action centered on God and form the four position foundation. A divine spirit can accurately feel and perceive every reality in the spirit world. As these spiritual realities resonate through the physical self and manifest themselves as physiological phenomena, they can be recognized through the five senses. People of divine spirit who thus resonate with the spirit world build the kingdom of heaven on earth. When they shed their physical body, both transition into the kingdom of heaven in the spirit world. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven in heaven will be realized only after the kingdom of heaven on earth has been established. All the sensibilities of a spirit are cultivated through the reciprocal relationship with the physical self during earthly life. Therefore, only when a person reaches perfection and is totally immersed in the love of God while on earth, can he fully delight in the love of God as a spirit after his death? All the qualities of the spirit self are developed while it abides in the physical self. Sinful conduct during earthly life aggravates evil and ugliness in the spirit of a fallen person, while the redemption of sins granted during earthly life opens the way for his spirit to become good. This was the reason Jesus had to come to the earth in the flesh to save sinful humanity. We must lead a good life while we are on the earth. In Matthew 16, 19, Jesus gave the keys to the kingdom of heaven to Peter, who remained on the earth. And in Matthew 18, 18, he said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Because the primary objective of the providence of restoration must be carried out on earth. Father's word. <clears throat> Through a life of prayer, you must know how to keep time. The formation of the four seasons occurs within the span of a single day. Within one day, you must know that what you feel in your hearts will not be the same forever. According to the season, it is spring. 
It would be good to know that it is the start of spring, but you do not know this. You also don't know when it is winter. Through firsthand experiences and a life of prayer, you must know how to distinguish between the times by saying, oh, I am encountering this kind of time right now. That's why my brothers and sisters, exactly you need to know what time is it now, providentially. You need to know the time of God's providence. There are 7.9 billion people. How many of them really know God's timetable? Only just really unification is that some of them only know God's timetable. How much lucky we are at the same time. Our portion of responsibility is really great to, to save the Almighty God. Wow. Mother mentioned many, many times, we are living in God's golden time period. Next. Uh, the door of the heart, seek guidance. This is why the most important thing is searching for zero degree. Zero degree. How do you find zero degree? Isn't the question of how to adjust the doors of the heart the most important thing in a life of faith? This is how you should think. This is why you must always pay attention to when the door of your heart is open and how you can adjust to the door of heaven's heart. This is something that you must always prepare. There is the chance that this time is the right time for the door of your heart. If you are a student, the time when you are studying might be that kind of time. Or maybe the time when I am forgetting about the world and just playing is exactly that kind of time. A lifestyle and attitude that frequently searches and adjusts to that kind of time is necessary. In fact, it is needed repeatedly. Yes. In order to match the door of God's heart and the door of my heart, I have to always adjust the, the standard of the, my heart to zero. True Father said that if I adjust my heart to zero degrees, the door of God will be opened. You know, to enter the world of God's heart, you have to know the password to God's room. It is zero degrees. The zero degrees that God requires is 100% complete self-denial. And for the door of God to be opened, there must be a time when uh, it must be opened. Therefore, it is not God that adjusts to me, but I am the one who that has to adjust to God. That's why True Father said it is necessary to have the lifestyle and attitude that frequently searches and adjusts to uh, that kind of the time 24-7. Just as there is a time for the sun to rise and there is a time for the moon to rise, you know, to meet God, the door of my heart must adjust to the door of God. Any fisherman knows that what kind of the fish it takes the bait. And where? And all students can know when the best of time to study is and a person who prays can know when the best of time to artistically communicate with God is. 
Today, I'd like to talk about the cause of the faith and hope and love to this youth ministry. So let's study. The course of faith, hope, and love. Our life is the course of faith, hope, and love. Faith refers to the heart that regards the vertical relationship as life. Hope refers to the drive that comes from the actual achievements that arise when we faithfully carry out our responsibilities in reality. The power of faith comes from valuing vertical relationships and denying yourself. The power of hope comes from one's own achievements accumulated by faithfully fulfilling responsibilities in life. Through this course of faith and hope, you will experience love. We often get people around us or ourselves to think, I have faith or I don't have faith. I have hope or I don't have hope, or I am active in my work or I am not. However, faith, hope, and love cannot be thought of separately. Yeah, this is a really important guidance. Our life uh, is the cause of faith and hope and love. Faith refers to the heart that regards the vertical relationship as a life. Entering faith starts with believing that God is my father and I am his child. Faith is believing and treating yourself as God, as God's belonging, as God's sons and daughters. Therefore, if you absolutely believe in this parent-child relationship between God and me, and regard it as life, you will gain unimaginable power and energy. If God who created this great universe is my father, he's my daddy, I have a faith and conviction that there is nothing I cannot do. That's why, you know, our life begins from faith. Fallen men need to start from the faith. What does faith mean? You need to believe in that God does exist. He is your father. You are a child of God. That is the beginning point. That is your faith. And treat me as God's belonging, as God's sons and daughters. And then treat God as my own father. If you set up and build that kind of forming, an incredible relationship between God and you, as a parent and child, wow, I am telling you, you can have a faith and conviction that there is nothing you cannot do. Very powerful. That's the faith. Faith begins from where? Believe in God. He is my father. Believe in me. I am child of God. You are child of God. How can you commit suicide? How can you how can you come in? How can you go here and there? You know, originally, cannot do that. That's why our life course begins from faith. Faith means treat me as God's belonging. Treat God as my own daddy. And the next one is what? Hope. Hope is amazing. Uh, hope is an amazing drive that arises when I think that the task entrusted to me is a 
God-given responsibility, faithfully carry out that responsibility. It is thing that the, the work I am doing is not my own, but God's. Also, in relationships, I have to serve all the people I relate to as God. No matter how difficult the situation, if I think that the work given to me is God's will, what I'm doing in a working place or you've been working with a government job, whatever, you need to think that this is God's will. God's will. This is God's work. It gives value to my work and gives me the drive and desire to do it. This is a hope, okay? You believe in God. And you know, that is the faith, right? Next one is what? If you believe in God and then you are relating with your brother, you are relating your job, right? You need to think that this given responsibility, God given responsibility, this is God's will. What you are doing? Do not think that, you know, oh, I'm not full-time member, I'm working outside, you know, nothing, nothing related to God's will. Do not think that way. What I am doing here, God gave me this responsibility. This is God's will. When you fulfill your portion of responsibility given by God, faithfully carry out your own portion of responsibility, I am telling you, you can see great hope. That's why hope, hope is an amazing drive that arises when I think the task interests to me is a God-given responsibility. If you faithfully build up the course of the faith and hope in this way, you will eventually pursue the idol of God's love. Finally, groom and the bride and meet each other, receiving blessing from God and realize the idol of true children, true brothers and sisters, true couple and true parents. So far in the history of providence of restoration, everyone has gone through the course of the faith and hope. But no one has entered the path of the love. Today, only we met through parents, received the blessing, and went on the path of love of original creation that Adam and Eve have never been through. The foundation of love, the, the foundation of love begins, begins about the couples, not alone. That's why you need to meet the Messiah. You need to experience a reborn. And then go together with your spouse. That is the cause of the completion. Husband and wife need to go together. That's why my brother says, today I'm talking about the cause of faith and hope and love all related together, cannot separate. Next. In faith, there is faith, hope, and love. Also in hope, there is faith, hope, and love. And in love, there is faith, hope, and love. Here, they have a close relationship that cannot be separated from each other. But when it comes to faith, since most people only regard the vertical relationship strongly, they become insincere in reality. It is easy for relationships to become discordant and to become irresponsible in one's real life. We can take this as a lesson through the Israelites. The Israelites discriminated against other people because of the strong awareness that we are the chosen people and we are Jehovah's people. As a result, we know that they were not diligent 
or sincere, and they did not have the power of virtue in life. Yes. One thing that is important here is that in faith, there is a faith on hope and love. Also in hope, there is a faith and hope and love. And in love, there is a faith and hope and love. Here they, uh, here they have a, a close, inseparable relationship with each other. If I absolutely believe that God is my father, there, 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 there will be a limitless hope and, and, and in limitless hope, you will long for the object pattern of love where, where my hope goes, I will come to invest and love everything. Even in love, which is a path to perfection, there is a faith between subject and object that trusts each other there is an infinite hope for the other person. And the desire to love constantly arise. Therefore, faith and hope and love are inseparable. Last slide. Because of our faith that regards the vertical relationship as life, we often look down on or ignore others in our given life. And when we realize something, we ignore or discriminate against people who haven't realized it. We often see cases when I say that I have experienced something, especially through a vertical relationship, I often ignore others. So the horizontal relationships become distance. Also, if I received love, then people are biased because of discrimination against those who are not loved. If you value this vertical relationship too much, you will become insincere, unable to be humble, but become arrogant and discriminate against others in real life. As a result, you will eventually lose your original self. Yeah, it's a very important guidance. In our life of faith, because of our faith that regards the vertical relationship between God and me and true parents and me, as a life, at times, we ignore or are indifferent to horizontal relationships. Vertically, I become so focused on following God and true parents that I often fail to look around. If we overemphasize only the vertical relationship in our course of faith, everyone will end up only absolutely valuing true parents and be unable to horizontally form genuine relationship with the brothers and sisters and then become cold-hearted in relationships and the atmosphere in the church will be very cold. Am I right, my brothers and sisters? You must understand that the purpose of the establishing the vertical relationship with God and through parents is to expand the relationship love horizontally through brothers and sisters. The foundation of the faith lies in establishing vertical relationship with God through parents and the center. The next step is to expand the foundation of that love horizontally through relationship between brothers and sisters. And, and that is the foundation of substance. What we need to clearly understand is that the purpose of establishing a vertical relationship is to expand the relationship horizontally. However, the phenomenon that occurs so frequently in our church is often ignoring and discriminating against our juniors. 
And when and when we realize something, we ignore or discriminate, discriminate against the people we who have not yet realized it. If you value this vertical relationship too much, you will become insincere, unable to be humble, but become arrogant and then discriminate against the other in real life. As a result, you will even eventually lose your original self. That's why our divine principle is very clear. Foundation of faith, and then what? Foundation of substance, and then foundation of heart and love. Wow, guiding is really very clear about this point. Someone is very good relationship with God and through parents, but at the same time, you need to build good relationship horizontally. That is the foundation of substance. My brothers and sisters, the course of our life is the course of faith and hope and love. The foundation of faith is a vertical relationship. The foundation of substance is horizontal relationship. And the foundation of heart is the passive love. Therefore, it is necessary to win the passive love by achieving harmony in the vertical and horizontal relationships. Wow. Our divine principle is teaching very, very clear how amazing it is. I really love Father's guidance, very clear through the part two divine principle. We know how to apply these, those principles in our life of faith, right? Thank you very much, my brothers and sisters. I'm so sorry. My voice today is not so beautiful to you. I try to take care of my voice well today. And the living testimony, I think today what I know, our Kyoho sound is going to give testimony. I hope our MC introduced very, very well. Thank you very much. God bless you. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, families. Good morning, Reverend Dion. Today, I am grateful for this opportunity to give a testimony Life testimony, which is uh, started when I turned to 50, that is a big turning point came. When I uh, prayed for my birthday, I said, I lived a half century now and my life 50 years, it's incredibly blessed by God and by true parents. So many uh, blessings that was beautiful, good children and uh, husband and uh, life that rich, very rich uh, experience in God's love. And so I asked from here on to come to your home. I want to give the gift to God, which is as the way you touched my life, I would like to live my life by touching and uplifting people's life. Through the prayer, somehow unexpectedly, God gave me a massage, which is I never thought I would be a massage therapist. But my course started evolving by his guidance and his training. In many ways, I realized that, uh, yes, massage, my table is an altar. So many people go through my massage table. Same time, I've been uh, quite, uh, um, ex my experience through each people who come through my massage table, they share their life. They share their life struggles and their incredible pains and suffering. And when I realized these 13 years now passed and uh, through this morning devotion, my heart has been elevated. And now I have uh, two spiritual children 
One is uh, I credit my husband who sent me his principal when he worked at the uh, Baltimore very difficult school. And she was uh, one that is, uh, she would do everything to save these children beyond of her own situation. And uh, now she's with us almost how many years? Seven years or so. But she applied the divine principle and she applied the condition, 40 days condition she has done so many times, especially when the trials and tribulation come, she would apply and she always share testimony with me. She comes once a week uh, to get massage and our two hour session, which is half hour is our sharing or sometimes one hour prayer and together to share the, how, what she's going through. And we together to really uh, uh, make a go together. And uh, it is amazing. I witnessing through her life of faith She's a very devoted Christian, yet she's not stuck in a very, you know, traditional Christian. So when she met us and understanding divine principle and true parents, still she's getting to know true parents, yet she's uh, my testimony that uh, now she's in the executive director under the big uh, organization. But she always say, you cannot believe living God I experience. And when she shared with me her experience, almost like my tears come. This is a, some course that the true parents went through and she's going through and she's really growing so much. And there is another um, um, client who came recently since May. Now she's listening and studying a EDP, one hour lecture. And her life is incredible. She lives in Baltimore City. And one day, even uh, Government would appear and while they are celebrating their birthday and that reality of difficult situation that she have to cling on to and hold on to God because day by day, day and night, the fear of the, um, the crime that is going on in the city is indescribable. And she said, I fear the life that is dangerous. Yet, if God is living God, and I can live with God. And so after started studying divine principles, she cried. She said, why now this incredible truth that is I could not, so many questions I had in the Bible, so many ways I didn't understand. Now everything is revealed. Why not I, when my mother lived? She said, you know, she just feel if my mother listened to this divine principle, how much she would be revelated. And so, Right now, she is a tribal messiah uh, level of who she is. Every, her siblings comes, any advice to her, because she stands strong with her face of, as like a rock. And she also take care of the younger children who may not be, uh, have the um, responsible parents. She would carry under her arm, like a hand holding the chicks. And that these two people, in front of me, they are the ones show me what does it mean to have faith? What does it mean to fear of the God with really having the faith that can secure even though external life is might not be easy, but with faith, she can feel the peace and she can feel very strong. So this is uh, amazing to me that many people go through that, um, their life and but God is raising me up to the point of now, even uh, uh, 
Jewish women who has incredibly strong faith, they show me also that as a historical Old Testament era, they may not know Jesus, they may not know true parents, but their life of faith, whoever lives in this earth right now with true parents, they 7.9 billion people are all last best kept secret. We need to really uh, share the truth of true parents coming. And this is the final time of the complete testament era. And we have to experience the uh, join Guk as a one global family. So this is my short uh, testimony. I am so grateful through morning devotion, Reverend Tion, you are raising up our spirit to the point of be the vessel and be the light in the darkness. And uh, for me to witnessing each people's life behind there, there is a God, living God. And I am very grateful for this uh, experience that I can have. This is my testimony. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kyoho Sam, for your beautiful testimony. You know, you really, your witnessing spirit is really amazing. You are working, and then you are trying to also find the chosen person prepared by God. That is really amazing. Your testimony is so smooth and beautiful. Wow. You more talk that more beautiful talking than about your husband, correct? Why? <laughs> and then just only worry about. You become more thinner and become skeleton. I worry about your body situation. So please take care of yourself very <laughs> Thank well. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Young. I will take care. <laughs> God bless Greg and Kyoho. I still remember about your experience in Baltimore. I never forget how much you dedicate so much your life. Thank you, Greg and Kyoho. Thank you so much, Reverend Young.